Welcome to the Later in Life Planning Show with Patrick Colley, brought to you by Keystone Elder Law, right here on News Radio WHP 580. Now, here's your host, Patrick Colley. Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Later in Life Planning Show, sponsored by Keystone Elder Law. And, you know, one of the more common questions I get is, is what is elder law? And it's anticipating predictable threats and planning for them. Building a shield. I mean, this is sort of our, our mission statement at Keystone Elder Law is build that shield that will protect you from predictable threats in the future. So, you know, what we're doing is, of course, legal documents. Most of the time we're, we're building a legal plan a power of attorney for incapacity planning, a health care power of attorney. If you're not able to speak to your doctor anymore, who is speaking to your doctor and making decisions? A will for a distribution plan and trusts, which are very middle class trusts. What are we building inside your will? What are we building outside your will, both for a mix of uh, incapacity planning, asset protection, distribution planning, you know, I'm the first who will tell you, and if you're a regular listener of this show, you'll you'll see that I bring on people all the time who are talking about resources to build a shield to plan for the later years of life that have nothing to do with the legal documents. And that's what today's show is all about. And maybe regardless of where your family is in the journey, maybe you're, uh, you're, you're thinking about this now. Maybe you're going to run into it as an unexpected event. But here's the situation. Despite good planning, sometimes a person needs to move to a higher level of care. Sometimes a person dies before we expect them to. And what's left? A house full of of stuff. And you know, we're all guilty of this. We we accumulate stuff. And my guest today is Shannon Costell from Soldiers Hauling, which is soldiershauling.com. Their phone number is 717-608-1283. But they're the solution. And if I'm meeting with people and I'm thinking, who's my team? Who am I calling? Who am I referring people to? to solve this particular part of the problem, uh, it's going to be Shannon, and it's going to be people at Soldiers Hauling. Uh, Shannon, thank you for being here today and joining me on the Later in Life Planning Show. Thanks so much for having me. And so did I did I get this right, that you're coming in, whether it's a, a, you know, a rental property, whether it's a business, I've looked at your website, it's full of glowing reviews. Uh, you and your husband started this business to... To address the stuff. Yeah. Stuff is a problem. Yeah. It stuff can. Is, it's a good thing, but then there gets to be too much stuff. Right. Or too much stuff for the space that you have. And making sure that there's a, a right amount of stuff. And that's where we can come in and we can help to alleviate some of the stress that comes with having too much stuff. Right. And, and you know, I it, it seems like a pretty regular thing where I'm talking to the adult children who are helping the parents move on to a higher level of care or uh, the parent passes away and they're just like, where do we even get started? Uh, for for the more astute listeners, there are people who plan ahead and they're thinking we don't want our children to be left with the task of unloading a house full of stuff. So this is hopefully what we will we will cover today. But 
give listeners a little bit of understanding about what soldiers hauling does um, as you know, because I'm sure you get called in, like I've just said, the people planning ahead. So you're, you're called in early or something has happened and you're being called in like it's got to happen now, uh, regardless of the level of planning people have done ahead of time. Give people a sense of how how soldiers hauling works. Well, we are a full service um, junk removal, but we we do cleanouts. A lot of people don't like the term junk removal because when you're you're downsizing, those things aren't junk. There's a lot of things that aren't junk, or they're they're cherished family things that you want to see rehomed. So, what we do is we come in. And you let us know what stays and what goes. And we have different ways of, of helping people to, to mark items because we always just want to take those items that, that you want us to take. Um, and then we can come in and we take them from wherever they are in your home. If it's in the basement, if it's in the attic, there's people that we help that they haven't been up in their attic in 30 years and they have no idea what's up there and they're physically not able to. So we'll bring those items down and if they need to take a quick look through them, they can do that. Um, but we alleviate the problem of too much stuff and helping people to transition from different types of housing to others. Because there's a lot of people we deal with that have been in their house 30, 40, 50 years. We dealt with a couple that was in their 90s and been in their house a long, long time. Um, and so we come in and we help to remove those items so that they can focus on the other things that are important. You know, and I just said this last week while speaking to somebody about the transition that people make to, I guess, what has historically been called a retirement community, and you don't have to be retired to move there. Uh, But we were talking about how the logistics, the forms that get filled out, the, the actual, okay, we'll put things onto, you know, a truck, we'll move you where you have to go. That's almost the easiest part. It's all the human emotions that go Mm -hmm. with it. That are like that's going to separate the people who are good at this or not good at this. And everything I've seen from your reviews and what I've heard from people who have worked with with soldiers hauling, you're really good at that part. It's these are I mean, like junk removal is sort of a a term of art that's out there as an industry uh, term. But you're you're very right. I mean, one person's junk is another person's treasure and the 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 sentimental belongings and so forth um you know this is what you're good at this is what separates soldiers hauling from from other people right yeah and we find especially when people are older in age they become attached to those things and they don't want to see them just taken away and thrown away we we do our best to rehome as many items as possible so we do a number of different things to keep them from the landfills and so that they find somebody else that can use them. Right. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is, you know, there's this tendency to uh, y- you find some really uh, nice looking uh, container and you put things into it and your countertop no longer looks like uh, it- it's cluttered. But you really haven't solved the problem. You found a nice way to organize it but you still have stuff. And when I talk to people, it's like, well, when I pass away or if I need a higher level of care, my kids are still going to have to find a place for all that stuff. And, you know, so that's kind of just like part of the problem. So ultimately it's going to come down to um, what is, what's really valuable. What have I used? What have I gained 
some sort of joy from in the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, six months? What am I likely to gain joy from in the next six months? And if you haven't, you know, the planning ahead would be, well, okay, honestly ask yourself that question and start doing something about it. But if you don't, well, you're there for that too. Yeah. I, I think you're alluding to what the Kanmari method, the does it spark joy if you pick it up and right. And does it spark joy? Have you used it? And and then if it doesn't, I mean, even things for me personally, letting things go, if it's not bringing me joy anymore. I had a dollhouse that my grandpa built me that was very sentimental. And it was one of the hardest things I ever let go. But I found somebody that they were going to redo it. And they were so excited. And my kids didn't play with it anymore. And it was just sitting and collecting dust. And it's a good feeling to let it go and know it's going to go to somebody that's going to enjoy it and that is going to have a new life again. And we're going to talk about that because I think something that you're so good at is uh, the rehoming, you know, that that you might not realize that you're you're just plugging this stuff away and okay, it, it doesn't create clutter, but what if you could really, like somebody you've never met, what if you could make their life so much better because you're giving them something that they really need and that's that's a big part of what you what you do at soldiers hauling um so it's a service that that works on so many levels it it helps the family to uh clear out what it what amounts to clutter whether it's saving things that are important for the family whether it's getting things to other people because they need it uh but but sorting out what's the difference and that that that's I think whether people realize it or not, that's a time that's that's coming for all of us. Right. And it's a time consuming process. And it's having people do it while they still have the cognitive ability to make some of those decisions. Um, we had a, a couple that we worked with and she had dementia and she wasn't able to to go through her items and, you know, doing that ahead of time and making that space in the home will definitely help you and your family to know these are the the important things to our family. This was grandma's and this was this was an heirloom um, so that it just doesn't get jumbled in with everything else because when you're sorting through, there's quite a bit to go through. Oh, there really is. My guest today is uh, Shannon Costell from Soldiers Hauling. That's soldiershauling.com, 717-608-1283. And we're talking about the lifetime accumulation of stuff and and how to plan ahead for that and what to do if your your family is in a situation where something has to happen about all that stuff. We'll be back in a moment here on the Later in Life Planning Show sponsored by Keystone Elder Law on News Radio WHP 580. Now, more of the Later in Life Planning Show here on News Radio WHP 580. I am speaking today with Shannon Costell of Soldiers Hauling. That's soldiershauling.com, 717-608-1283. And we're talking about this lifetime accumulation of property stuff that, that fills our homes. And what happens when, you know, there's a higher level of care or there's an unexpected death and now we have to clear out stuff and soldiers hauling is very, very good at this. And Shannon, you, you know, I'm a little curious about the the origin story of your business because at Keystone Elder Law, you know, 
we we assemble a team you know we people like you are are very valued partners where we see a need you 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 know you're top of mind to us you have a similar team and but how did it all get started like how did you get the idea to do this and then what kind of team did you assemble um i i really think it was a god thing i i don't know any way other to explain it my husband and i own the business together and I loved to save items from the trash. It's terrible to admit, but um, we would see things along the side of the road and I started painting furniture and fixing it up and then it was for my home and then I would sell it to help as I was a stay-at-home mom. And I just loved being able to give things a second life. And I think that's kind of where our business was born from and we get to help people. Um, It's definitely a passion of ours. And it's a veteran-owned business, right? Yes, my husband is a veteran. He's been in the U.S. Army. He's in the National Guard, but he's been in over 20 years, maybe close to 25. I should probably know that, but I don't. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, well, and and I don't, you know, I have several veterans in my family, and sometimes when you're you're in the military service, uh, you know, moving and stuff is, that's just on your mind all the time. I don't know how they do it. They're 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 constantly moving, and I didn't know if that was part of your origin story, where you had to figure out like how are we getting things from one place to another. There there, it's it's amazing that people live that lifestyle and and they do that in service of our country. Uh, but boy, the logistics of moving all over the place in the military that that's something else. Yeah, there's a lot of people that move all the time there's some people that we've talked to that they move every year yeah all the time and they get very used to leaving and i think that they do a really good job of paring down their belongings so that they're not taking so much right well because yeah that's your you you start to realize unlike the rest of us who just accumulate the stuff you realize this is a burden i'm putting on myself it's a burden i'm putting on other people I need to be a little more diligent about this, but say it's it's a situation where uh, people, you know, somebody dies, somebody needs to move out of the house in an unexpectedly soon way. Who are the 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 kind of like team members you put together? Like who all goes into that? Well, it, we customize it based upon the individual needs. So I would go in and. And assess the situation and see what what kind of level of support do they need. Um, we work with a home organizer, and she does a great job of coming in and working one-on-one with the individual and, and seeing what is going to fit in the space, what will work, what won't work. Um, and then also an interior designer. But she she's not your typical interior designer. What she does is... She can look at a space and make that space flow and make it customized so that it can do the things that it, you want it to do with the things that are in the space. It's kind of hard to explain. So interior design, but really um, customizing a space that's going to work best for you. Because sometimes we have spaces in our home and we're like, what are we going to do with this? This doesn't flow. It's just a catch-all. We just throw stuff there, and it collects clutter, and she's really good at at making that space a usable space. Right. Yeah, and I've heard about this. Like, if you know you're moving from your home to, let's say, uh, 
an independent living space. And it's going to be a, a downsize. It's going to be like a true downsize. When I hear downsize from people, I, I have learned to realize that doesn't mean smaller and it certainly doesn't mean less expensive. Mm-hmm. But when people are truly downsizing to an independent living apartment or cottage, they might be downsizing by, you know, 2,000 square feet. And you really have to take a hard look at this. We've measured it. We have taken measurements. This is what you're moving into, and it's going to be a great future for you. But this is what you have room for, right. and this is what you have. Uh, so that you know, that's how it starts: is just being smart about planning. Yeah, they're definitely. We work with a spirit moving, and he said that they run into times that people want to take their china hutch with them, and then they get into the the space and they get it there. It is not going to fit. It's not. You really have right. to be intentional about what you take with you. Right. And and so you and you have movers. You have people who can, you know, and, I, and full disclosure, you and I are are neighbors. I've mm-hmm. you know, I go out, I try to get my steps in in the morning. I see the the massive truck you have or one of them that, you know, so you have the equipment, but you work with other professionals and you bring these people in because this is not, you know, this is not just you need people who will, who will plan the space. You need people who will move the stuff. You need people who, like yourself, I suspect, who will deal with the emotions of, right. gosh, you know, I don't want to give up this stuff. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Emotions are attached to it. And it, it is a, a team effort. There's a lot that, that goes into it. We have we had one specific customer that I remember. She was a great lady. We helped her clean out her mom and her stepdad's house. And it was a large house, and they they were on the spectrum of hoarding. Um, but she had been there for three months, I believe, physically relocated herself to their house. She lived two hours away trying to do it herself, and she got to the point that she just could not do it anymore. It is, is a very long process. It is time-consuming. It is very physical. There is a lot that goes into it. And I think in the end, she wished that she had called somebody sooner because just the burden that that had had put on her, had put on her family to to get things cleaned out. You know, there are statistics about the effect on a spousal caregiver, we'll say. So you're you're caring for a spouse who, let's say, has dementia, which is one in three people. So it's very common. And now you're not sleeping and People are so kind of the same thing what you were just saying, so slow to ask for help, but they start to feel it. They start to feel the the impact. And I'm sure that it's at least as common for people to be like the woman you just mentioned where, boy, I have a lot of organizing. I have a lot of downsizing to do. And there are professionals like soldiers hauling who can help you with this and are experienced with this, but they wait because, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's my my castle. I'll take care of it. Or the adult children take time away from their families, their jobs. There are professionals who, who do this all the time. But I'm sure that what you just described is pretty common, that, that, that people wait way too long to ask for help. They do. They do. They wait too long. And, and all the time that you know, they spend away from their family and then they're taken away from their job. And there's a huge burden that that's placed on those people. 
right. it's, it's a lot of mental, it's a lot of physical. And what we can do in a period of time versus what somebody can do that is not experienced, there's a big difference. So what would take somebody days could take us a number of hours. Right. Yeah, in part because you know how to assemble a team. You know, are we talking design issues? Do we have to measure? Do we have to just clear out? Uh, you know, but, you know, some things will take longer than others, but you can gauge that pretty quickly. Yes, we can. Yeah. So one thing I was wondering about, too, is is you're not just, you know, you understand that some of these things are truly treasures that people have and the idea of rehoming. So there are other people who might very well uh, need what what somebody does not need. So right. talk to me about that aspect of what soldiers hauling does. Um, so there's a little bit of backstory to it. So we, my husband is in the military and he was deployed um, most of 2023. And so I ran the business by myself. We have kids and it was, it was a process and we donated a tremendous amount to people to different charities. But I learned quickly that donating is not as easy as what people think. You can't take this here. They're accepting this. They're not accepting this this day. They're full. Um, and there was a lot of times that um, we would run into, we would take something somewhere and need an empty truck and they wouldn't accept it. And then that put us back in time wise. So, um, our, our favorite place to donate was the Goodwill in Camp Hill. The, what was it called? And they closed. They closed. The, yeah. Yeah. They, they took, the guy that worked there was just phenomenal. They were phenomenal. They would take so much and he would be able to, to sell it and, and raise money for the organization. Um, and after they closed, things just changed and it got really hard. So we decided that we needed to get creative in order to, to successfully rehome those items. Yeah. Well, and and let's take a break and then come back to this. This is a whole topic we need to dive into is you've, you've explored this. Where can you take things that will really benefit other people's lives if you don't need it? But my, my, my guest today is Shannon Costell with Soldiers Hauling. That's soldiershauling.com 717-608-1283. You're listening to the Later in Life Planning Show sponsored by Keystone Elder Law. On News Radio, WHP 580. Welcome back to the Later in Life Planning Show on News Radio, WHP 580. Here's Patrick Colley. We are back on the Later in Life Planning Show, sponsored by Keystone Elder Law. My guest today is Shannon Costell from Soldiers Hauling. That's soldiershauling.com, 717 608 1283. Shannon, before we uh, took a break, you were talking about how, you know, there's a whole lot that goes into uh, going into, you get the call, you're going into, uh, let's say, a home or a rental property or whatever it might be, and there's stuff that needs to not be there, but you take an awfully careful eye to what could go somewhere else. Somebody else might be able to really use this. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to be eye-opening for people, um, how how you have found the right way to rehome items. So talk to me a little bit about, about that. Well, rehoming is really my passion, that, that things don't get thrown away, that usable things find a new, new home and a new life with somebody else. Um, 
we have a resources page on our website listing all different charities. Uh, it lists if you have like chemicals or paints and how to get rid of that by county. There's all sorts of resources of where things can go. If you have a big pile of scrap metal, we we donate all of our scrap metal to a local charity called Bountiful Blessings. Uh, Terry Orendi. Terry Orendi. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She is phenomenal. So, um, and, and if you have scrap metal, she can pick that up and, and take that away for you. So there's a whole bunch of resources that, that I have built, one, to share with the community, and two, to keep it straight in my brain because I need to know where things could go. Um, so there's that resource of a number of different places that you can take different things, and I try to itemize it out of what goes where because some people take furniture and some people take furniture that's only the size of an end table, and there's lots of, of ins and outs of that. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, even just mentioning other charities like Bountiful Blessings, and that's one that uh, listeners can can Google, um, you know, it's a, it's about assembling your team and knowing everything that you just described. It's, it's about, well, we've been down this road before. Where can some things go? Where will they not? It's not a, a route that, that works for reasons you've found out, you know, trial and error. Uh, but Terry Orendi and, and Bountiful Blessings, they do periodic uh, recycling events for scrap metal or even um, electronics, I believe. Yep, they take all electronics except for tube TVs and plasma TVs. But flat screen TVs, things yeah. you can't throw away in your trash, old stereos, electronics, they take all of that and they do it quarterly. And and that's a, you know, it's a faith-based organization and they're looking to help, again, like you, at uh, Soldiers Hauling, you're, you know, they're looking to help other people. And yes, there is a, a business aspect to it. But, I, you know, our office at Keystone Elder Law is in uh, Upper Allen Township, just south of the, the borough of Mechanicsburg. And I'm coming in really early sometimes to the office and I see Terry out there driving the box truck, <laughs> you know, for Bountiful Blessings. So, you know, I, she is working really hard um, to do uh, to do good work just like you are. And and so you're you're looking at ways to rehome items, keep them out of a landfill. You're looking for, um, you know, what what are some of the other, I guess, charitable organizations that that people might be surprised would accept something, or might they might be surprised they won't accept something. Uh, furniture seems to be one of the hardest items. Uh, Salvation Army is one of the ones that will just take it. Um, you can make an appointment with um, the ReStore in Harrisburg, but they don't take, you have to plan it ahead of time. And a lot of times, you know, for our business, we don't know is this going to be donatable or not. Sometimes customers tell us things are donatable, but we know what the standards are of the the facilities. So uh, that one is a good one to donate furniture to the ReStore, the Habitat for Humanity store over in Harrisburg. Um, but furniture is, is a challenging one because there are certain places they only take the size of an end table or the Salvation Army, Salvation Army also takes furniture, but there's times we just went last week with a whole truckload of stuff and they took two things and I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it stands to reason because you even look at some of these like neighborhood organizations where you're trying to sell your stuff and I've done it, you know, where I have this end table I don't need. Does anybody want to? You know, and I, I'm asking 20 bucks for it. I, I'm not looking to make money. I just right. need it out of my house. And 
what you find, and I find this through talking to clients at Keystone Elder Law as well, is that, you know, the younger generation, they don't want that. Yeah, I think you, earlier you mentioned the the China hutch. They don't want China and they don't want the hutch. You no. know, they, they they don't want like the, you know, the, the uh, uh, dining room furniture. And so it stands to reason that if these are the people you're trying to help, that it's like, well, there's no market for it. Um, and you want it to go to somebody who, if they're, you know, they're struggling, they just, they, they just need some furniture for their home. You want to get it to them, but there might not be the desire there. And that's just, you only learn that, I think, again, by trial and error. Yeah. The China Hutches and, um, entertainment centers. Oh, really? People okay. get the solid one entertainment centers that used to put your box TV yeah. in, but now everybody has their TV on the wall and their TVs are huge and they don't fit inside. Right. Um, so I'd love to find somebody. If there's somebody out there that that wants those and can rehab them, you see them rehabbed into like a coffee bar, which is awesome. Um, but most places don't take those because right. people don't want them. Yeah. So and and you know and if they're built of sort of plywood and they're going to fall apart anyway. I, in my experience, those didn't last very long anyway. Well, no, we get them that are made of oak, and I mean they're really nice. They're a really nice, heavy piece of furniture, but they just don't. They don't have a useful purpose anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's got to be awfully heavy to pick up. They are, he- <laughs> they are heavy and they're very cumbersome. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's where you're bringing in. I, I I'm assuming you're not just saying to your husband, "Go lift that." You're you're bringing in the movers. No. You're bringing in other <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. No, we're, we move them out with a dolly and two people, and it's it, pretty easy. And, and talk to me about the uh, you know, because I I see your your uh, Google reviews, the reviews on your website, soldiershauling.com. They're just glowing. I mean, you come in and you solve problems for people. The, the, this is pretty amazing. I mean, you've encountered people in, you know, I kind of lost track as I was reading through through them, uh, but it was like, you know, somebody who had to clean out a church, somebody who had to clean out uh, rental properties, somebody who had to clean out their home, which is, you know, with the Later in Life Planning Show, I'm thinking for people, I want them to plan ahead. I want them to, as much as possible, think like, what's my family going to have to deal with? But, you know, some of the people might be thinking, yes, my father, my my mother just died. And so I, I'm trying to, like, envision as I read your Google reviews, but they're, they're amazing. I mean, so you, you've encountered a lot of different situations. Yeah, we have. And I, <laughs> and I love to help people. That I think that's the reason I'm put here is to, to help and to serve. And, and there's a lot of stress that goes with different situations, whether it's moving or whether you're you're parent had to move to assisted living or they passed away unexpectedly you know we want we want people to be able to focus on the things that are important to them and not you know make a pile and then we'll make it go away right yeah and we're we're, we kind of all do that is even we'll pat ourselves on the back for making a nice pile and now it's at least not it doesn't look like the same kind of clutter but um you know when, when, when you think down the road do i need this uh is there somebody who would really benefit from this? These are the harder questions. And that's what you're really in the business to do is ask the harder questions of, yeah, we can we can move stuff. We can we can clear out a, a space, but you're asking the harder questions. What does life look like for you in the next step? Or if somebody's gone, what does life look like for the people who are still around? And what does this stuff have to do with it? That's a really deep question 
and you've got to get to the bottom of it and sometimes probably in a hurry. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people that we, we deal with people in different stages. So there's some people that have had to clean out their parents' home and they, they went through the process. They know how stressful it was. They know how much had to go into it. Or we run into people, Oh, where were you two years ago when I had to pay, clean out my parents' house and, and all of that. Um, and then those people are definitely more mindful for their children. Oh, yeah. We just cleaned out a storage unit for a lady. It was her parents' stuff that she had put in a storage unit. Ten years. Ten years it sat in the storage oh. unit. And she's like, I can't leave this for my kids. You know, and she's she's Let's she's mention how expensive health. that is. Oh, lots of expense every month. So, you know, we clean that out. And then she's like, well, my kids don't have to worry about this. Or, right. it, you know, she... Yeah, I, I mean that's really related to the concept I see all the time, where I'm I'm guiding you know the adult children through their parent needing long term care, and they see as I describe the legal steps we have to go through, and what ideally you have like a power of attorney, maybe a trust, and they see how it all works, and then they just look at me on the way out of the office and they say. I don't have any of that. (laughs) And I said, well, okay, you know, we we can fix that for you. But they, you know, their mind, just like you just described, like you go through a stuff exercise with your parents or for yourself, you're going to start thinking, uh, you know, next generation. That's just how it works. I do think that it's easier to have a third party person help your parents go through the house. I wouldn't say 100% of the time, but most of the time than it is for you necessarily to do it with them because there's times that the family dynamic just gets gets hard. Oh, I can't tell you how many times the adult children have told the parent, this is what you need to do, and they don't listen to their adult children, and then I say it, and it's like it came out of the gospel, <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's brilliant. And the adult children are looking at me shrugging their shoulders like, hey, that's what I said. Well, yep. you know. You're right. <laughs> so my guest today is is Shannon Costell from Soldiers Hauling. That's soldiershauling.com, 717-608-1283. We will be back uh, to talk about the stuff and what you do about it. Uh, more in a moment. This is the Later in Life Planning Show, sponsored by Keystone Elder Law on News Radio WHP 580. It's the Later in Life Planning Show here on News Radio WHP 580. Now, your host, Patrick Colley. I am speaking today with Shannon Costell from Soldiers Hauling. Her website is soldiershauling.com, 717 608 1283. And, you know, one of the reasons, Shannon, I'm so thrilled that you joined me on the show was this is just such a win win for everybody involved. I mean, you as a local veteran-owned business, um, you know, and I think I shared that, you know, you're a neighbor of mine and our daughters play together, but I see how hard you and your husband work at this, and it's all for such a wonderful purpose that uh, you are rehoming things that one person can't have. They, they need to clear out a space. Other people need it, and you're a local veteran-owned business. So it's like everybody wins through this, um, but, I, you know, I, I try with this show week in, week out to get out ideas about here are the challenges coming down the road. Maybe you don't want to get to the point where Shannon has to come in and clear out your house. Maybe you're, you know, you're planning a little bit ahead, maybe using her 
in advance before there's an emergency mm-hmm. need to clean out the house. Um, but what are some events coming up that that people need to know about? What are some resources people need to know about? And if they're not thinking about it, talk to me about what you see happen. Um, so for us coming up, once it gets a little bit warmer, we're going to be planning another rehoming day. So we did one in the fall out at Kinsley Pet and Farm Center in Carlisle. Um, so we filled our enclosed trailer with all sorts of stuff that we had cleaned out of people's homes and we thought they could find a new home and everything was offered for free to the community because we really want to give back. And, um, so everything was for free, but we were raising money for selfless service, which is a local veteran nonprofit helping veterans in our local area. They're a great organization. If you haven't heard of them, you should definitely look them up. And that name again? Selfless Service. All right. And so we raised money for them. So everything was free. If people wanted to take something and they really needed it and they didn't have the financial resources, great, they can have it. And if they could give a a financial contribution, then that's, that's amazing too. Our goal was to totally clear out the trailer. We did not accomplish that. So I'm hoping for this next one we can do a little bit more publicity. We did have the news station came out and they did a, a quick interview with us, but but that was after the event. So hopefully this next one will have more people come out that will be able to just totally unload the trailer and keep all those items out of landfills and then get them into the hands of people in the community and then support a local nonprofit. And that's exactly what I'm talking about with a win-win-win for everybody involved because, you know, you could have, you know, if you wanted to put in the time, if you didn't have children like I do and all the demands on time that go with that, you could eBay all that stuff and you could pocket the money, but you were legitimately, sincerely looking for ways to rehome items that people really need and it's going to improve their lives. Um, that's fantastic. And I will say to people, uh, we will get the word out if you follow Keystone Elder Law, either at our website, keystoneelderlaw.com or on Facebook or, or maybe Soldiers Hauling. You have a Facebook group yeah, I assume we yeah do. so look for as the weather eventually gets a little bit warmer some news about these events because uh you know the, this is what we're talking about this this will be happening and and maybe this is relevant to people in your lives um but the people who don't plan ahead um I'm sorry I didn't mean to uh, d- uh, distract from other events coming up, but I, if that one, I, I really wanted to make sure we talked about, but if there's other events, but, but the people who don't plan ahead, um, this is what I see. It's kind of near and dear to my heart of the effect on families, you know, the effect on adult children, on spouses. Uh, I see this pretty much every day, uh, where either a lack of planning, poor planning, common mistakes, what do you see there? Yeah, there's a lot of that, that there's some people that I think just want to stay there in their home and they they don't want to think about it or they think about it, but then they, they don't take the action and execute. And it doesn't have to be a whole house clean out that you clean everything out at the same time. I actually recommend small steps, you know, working in one room and, and cleaning out one space and area at a time because it can be an overwhelming task. But when that's not done, uh, it, it creates a lot of um, extra stress and pressure on the rest of the family that's left behind. Um, 
I can say that we've seen some beautiful and amazing things in in the community. There's at least two or three families that we've worked with that somebody has had to go into assisted living or they've passed away. And people will, a neighbor, a friends that they had worked with, they are the ones coordinating everything and doing everything. And they may not be getting any financial compensation for their time or like the inheritance is still going to the kids, but the kids aren't, aren't taking the action. So we see a lot of, we see not a lot of that, but we see that. And it always warms my heart to see the community coming together and people coming together to support other people. And then there's other instances where we worked with a family that they lived in Florida and the father lived here in Pennsylvania and he needed to, he was, taken to the hospital and then needed to go to assisted living and wasn't able to come back to his home. And, and he actually kept our door hanger. So I think he had intentions that he wanted to clean out, but he didn't actually execute on it. So definitely, you know, keep your children and your family in your thoughts when you you're looking at the items in your home, because then they both had to, the son and the daughter both had to relocate to Pennsylvania for two or three days at a time. And they're flying back and forth while their father is in Florida and he's in and out of the hospital. And so their time was spent so many different directions where if it had been planned out a little bit better or he had prepared a little bit better, it would have been a better situation for everybody that was involved because really the son and daughter should just be spending time with their dad and focusing on his care and his transition to assisted living and, and being there. And instead they're there with me and you know, they had tried to, to sell some of the items on their own and they had um, worked with an auctioneer and it was so sad. I got to the house as the auctioneer was leaving and They had sent pictures ahead of time and we had already been there and done a couple of loads, but they had kept things aside for the auctioneer and the auctioneer came and he looked at all the things and he said to them, well, I thought you had more than what was in the pictures. And they said, you said, send the pictures. That was what we did. So they sent the pictures and he refused to take the, the, the items and to do the auction because he said he wasn't going to make money. And then these people are scheduled to leave the next day and just the burden that was put on them. And, you know, we were able, they they actually left a review. So we were able to come in and and we took care of it and they could go home and, you know, we had a key and we had built a relationship with them and they trusted us and they knew and we were able to send pictures and do all that. But, you know, that, that put a whole kink in everything. You know, they're trying to do their best to clean out. So there's, there's so many steps along the way that if it was done a little bit differently, then maybe they wouldn't have had, had all the, the stress that they went through. Absolutely. Because yeah. And meanwhile, somebody's in a hospital room, somebody's on their way to assisted living. You don't want to spend your time wondering about property and, Mm -mm. but that's what you have to do. And I, you know, I, I see the same thing. That's, that's a great story. And, um, you know, so talk to me about your website too, soldiers hauling, Dot com. Um, I found it to be very helpful, but that has your contact information that has uh, resources uh, on it. But tell me about that. Yeah, our website, um, one of my favorite pages is our resource page where you can find out all the donations and where to get rid of what because we get those questions a lot. Where can I take this? Um, like Dolphin County, they do the best job of getting rid of the hazardous chemicals and waste. They do a, a free curbside pickup once a year. So okay. that 
So That's, the paints, the all those chemicals you have in your garage. Right. And yeah. paints, you can you can dispose of paint yourself. You just have to dry it out. So uh, yes. the additive, I recommend the one from the hardware store where you add it. There's some people that we've had buy a whole gallon of it. And I mean, they've had that much paint that <laughs> they have to dry it out. Clumpable cat litter works. I did it once and did not buy clumpable cat litter and it did not end well. So if you go the cat litter route, make sure that it is clumpable um, or get the paint additive. And then once you stir that in and it's solid, your trash can take it and we can actually take it. But it has to be solid. It can't be in a liquid form. So These are the tidbits of wisdom you didn't think you'd get from the Litter and Life Planning Show. But here we are to talk about clumpable cat litter <laughs> and how it can help your life. My guest today has been Shannon Costell from SoldiersHauling.com. Shannon, thank you for your time today. Thanks so much for having me, Patrick. It has been a pleasure. I hope you all will join me for another episode next week of the Later in Life Planning Show, right here on News Radio WHP 580.